Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. We are now joined by Makashu Legana, who is the chief organizer of Rise Mzansi. Good morning and thank you very much for joining us, Makashu. A very good morning to you, Patricia. A very good morning to the SFM listeners. Uh, it's an honor, it's a privilege uh, for myself to be part of uh, this conversation this morning. Now, tell us about Rise Mzansi as an organization. What is uh, your sole mandate? Uh, thank you very much. So Rise Mzansi is an old political organization that uh, has just been announced. It will uh, register with the IEC shortly. Uh, it is a people-centered uh, uh, organization that aims to build a safe, equal, uh, prosperous and united South Africa in one generation. We, we aim to work more with communities to ensure that the, the promises of the Constitution um, are realized uh, for many South Africans who, who are yet to taste uh, the fruit of democracy can enjoy uh, uh, some of the fruits uh, that democratic South Africa has uh, had to offer because many people are still left behind, many people are still left outside. And that's why we say that, uh, you know, Rising Zanzi is not born out of anger, but uh, out of necessity of uh, seeing how the current uh, crop of, uh, of leaders uh, have uh, deliberately uh, failed uh, the country, failed many South Africans, and we we say that uh, you know uh, politics in South Africa is too important to be left to politicians. It's important that we involve communities. It's important that we involve the people, because at the end of the day, this democracy uh, belongs uh, to the people and not to political parties or politicians. And that's why Rising Zanzi came to be. Now, we've got a lot of uh, challenges. What difference do you mm. believe you can make, uh, Makashule? Because you are not uh, new in the political space. Uh, you've had uh, uh, quite a, a long run in, in politics. So what is the difference you feel you will make? The the difference that we have, that's why earlier on I, I, I raised the issue of uh, uh, uncaring uh, leaders, the the kind of leaders that we have. The important thing, uh, what has failed South Africa in the main, it's the people, uh, the kind of people that uh, one got uh, elected, and secondly, those that got appointed. Uh, when we, we could not, uh, you know, uh, prioritize or professionalize uh, the public service. I mean, you are talking about uh, the provision of public services. Uh, which uh, uh, we we all we all uh, call it uh, service delivery. Uh, the failure of service delivery in the main starts with the kind of people that are brought together, the kind of people that are entrusted with the responsibility to lead our communities, to lead our municipalities, provinces, and and government. So what we 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 seek to do is to activate uh, the best. Uh, the best capable and ethical leaders in society. How, uh, what uh, yardstick are you using? Because you use the yardstick that currently we have uncaring leaders. 
What's the yardstick for caring? And is caring sufficient enough? And if you're saying you're looking for ethical leaders within your organization, um, uh, choosing uh, caring ethical leaders, what's the yardstick? It, it's, it's, it's not just caring and ethical, it's capable. All right, so what are you measuring it on? To put South Africans at ease and help them understand where you are, you know? So what do we measure these leaders on? You you measure them in terms of their capability, what what they've done, what what they've done in uh, in their lives, how they've they've behaved. And we believe, Mm -hmm. as as, uh, as Rising Zanzu, that these these, uh, leaders, these professionals, I, I exist in South Africa. That's why we don't want we don't talk of discovering them. We talk of activating them because we we see a situation wherein the the least able are the ones who are entrusted with uh, 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 managing and running uh, the country. We need to find the most able to uh, to lead and, uh, and and manage the affairs of the country. Okay. Now, you know, the one thing I always worry about is when we look at the current leaders um, um, and our current situation and the and nothing we, we look at them face value and what they're delivering and what they can't deliver and so on. But no one is willing to go back to our history. The apart where apartheid and town planning and mm. spatial tra- um, planning mm. put us. No one, I'm not hearing any leader anywhere on any platform do that. Mm. And it concerns me. You cannot fix for tomorrow, today, mm. without looking at yesterday. I hope that makes sense. I cannot be here right now and say I'm fixing today what mm. needs to be done for tomorrow, but I have not looked at yesterday. Whether it's to do with my personal life or anything else but especially because of where we were 30 years ago or 31 years ago you can't tell me that you are saying yeah you must be caring as a leader uh, and you must be committed and you must have willpower and political will to fix things but you've never no. taken an opportunity i'm just saying in general because no. that's where Let's, we are as south africans but no Let's, one has ever yeah go ahead go ahead yeah. So, you see, the, the, when you start with the, there's a need to fix what's broken with South Africa, mm-hmm. it's, it's to accept that the, the, the past, both in terms of the pre-94 and the, and the post-94, uh, it, it was not going well. That's why it needs to be fixed. It's broken. You can, you can only fix that which is broken. So by, by fix, I don't by, think you were getting my point. I'm not talking about anything broken. I'm talking about reality, spatial planning. I'm not talking about emotional things. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the fact that townships were created. They were given so much land. The houses were this small. Now they are more Mm. population. I'm talking about a factual thing that you can go to drawing boards. You can go to town planning uh, drawings that were approved and see. If a leader says to me, Patricia, we are restoring water in Zanspreit. Zanspreit was not there 15 years ago. Bengeko is Zanspreit. 15 years ago, there were no shacks in that area. But there are shacks today that live side by side to plots and townhouses. 15 years ago, there mm. were no plots there. 
There were sorry, there were plots there, but there were no townhouses. But now you are saying to me, and then and then you are saying to me, no, we are going to fix it. I want to see how are you fixing it because there was never water infrastructure or electricity in that area. No, you you are correct. Uh, you are correct, Patricia, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the special uh, the special uh, planning and and how even even the the planning post ninety four. Uh, if you look at the uh, the planning around the provision of uh, 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 you know like the the houses the subsidized housing the what we 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 call uh, the RDP houses the planning around that has been uh, done far away from where people are working uh, hence you have a situation where in, for for instance the people that are uh, used to spend so much money going to work they are still spending that and there's a need for us to reimagine for instance the uh, the main centers you know we should we shouldn't have a situation where the smallest stands uh, are further away from uh, the uh, the places of work and the biggest stands are the ones that are closer to uh, uh, to 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 where people work uh, because effectively what you are you are doing is that you are making the people that used to uh, spend uh, most of their income on transport to continue spending most of their income on transport. So when when I talk of deliberate uh, uh, capable uh, uh, leadership and so forth, it's to be able to deal with with, with such, such such matters where we are able to say, you know what, deliberately we need to build low cost housing around the the, the places of work so that those those that uh, uh, do not have, uh, uh, like they are not earning high incomes, don't have to uh, to spend most, most of their money on transport trying to get to work and have to wake up too early in the morning because they stay far from work. That's that's the kind of rethinking that we need we need we need to have, and that's that's one of the things that makes uh, uh, in 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 for instance in the in the topic that you are you are making around service delivery because they. The, the reason that they, we do have uh, informal settlements in many instances is that it's people settling closer either to to their places of work or closer to to the most afraid, affordable uh, mode of transport. One of the things that we we should be we should be talking about and looking at as a country is how do we extend our rail network so that many people do not have to spend the, most of their income on. Uh, uh, on on transport, trying to get to work or, or looking for work or going to education uh, centers. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're speaking to Chief Organizer of Rise Mzansi. Uh, this is going to be, well, it's a political organization and it's going to be registered under IEC. His name is Amakashule Ghana and they are saying they're going to give us a change. If you've got any questions or comments, 0614-104-107 for voice notes or WhatsApp messages. Service delivery watch on the morning bliss.
Yes, uh, we are looking at service uh, delivery. Makashule Ghana, Chief Organizer of Rise Mzansi, is our guest on the service delivery. Uh, Makashule, so far mm. um, in your organization, uh, who are the sort of uh, leaders that you have uh, so that we can see if these are people who have a good track record? So, uh, Patricia, the leader of Rise Mzansi is uh, Zoziwi. Uh, the chairperson is uh, uh, that comes from uh, uh, the property uh, property space uh, was the CEO for property pra- practitioners. The deputy is uh, Silma Stein who, who runs her own uh, uh, law firm. Uh, the spokesperson is Tevoko uh, Mualosi uh, uh, we do have the convenience in, in KZN on Kululeko and in, in the Western Cape is at Polile. Uh, and our head of policy is Mandla Isaacs. How are you going to be ensuring that uh, South Africans know more about uh, Rise Mzansi, but also about your mandate and how you are aiming to give a change? Uh, we, we will... Oh, we are already going to communities. Uh, we have already, since our announcement, have had uh, uh, committee meetings in the town halls, uh, listening as part of informing um, our our manifesto. Because the day that we announced, we we didn't want to make promises. Because at the end of the day, what we are doing, it's uh, we want to do it with the people. So we we listening, we taking in the proposed solutions. For instance, when we were in uh, in Tanzania, you know, there were issues raised around the the call, call it the uncaring uh, staff in in many of the local clinics, the issues of. Uh, uh, you know, bribery of people before you get employed uh, in in the public service. You have to pay someone money to get employed, even to get an EPWP job. Uh, when we went to social movement, it was the issue of safety and the involvement of, uh, uh, you know, like uh, the drug dealings, for instance. So it's important for us as a, as a new organization to be more of a listening organization rather than going in into communities and tell communities what they should want or not want. So that's important for us because we, as as I started when we started, that we want to walk this journey together with uh, our fellow South Africans and not come in there with as like uh, we are uh, coming with bags of promises because South Africans have found that uh, uh, that has not uh, uh, resulted in a significant change in their lives. Mm. All right, so it's not a bag of promises that you bring, um, but you are saying you're going to walk the journey with South Africans. Let's see how that uh, works out. Uh, and uh, right now we are looking uh, for for leaders in all spheres, political leaders, uh, traditional mm. leaders, community leaders, to stand up for us as South Africans, stand up with us as South Africans mm-hmm. to make a significant change in the various, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
various areas of our society where we see a lack. We really appreciate you joining us this morning. And, uh, yeah, we'll hear from you and other um, parties and uh, organizations around service delivery on this show. Thank you, Makashi. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. We really appreciate it. We are the ones that we have been waiting for. Thanks very much. It's time for us to head on home at uh, 5 o'clock. It's going to be news. Uh, straight after that, Elvis Preslin gives you um, uh, the first take. In the morning, we sign out with Sabela. Uh, if you have been sent, answer. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success. We are back on Monday.